and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And in this episode, I want to go into a little bit more detail on how you might get started with manifestation. Okay, because I know I talk about it a lot, um, but what I'm going to talk about in this episode, it will also apply to getting started with your communicating with spirit. So if you're looking to communicate with spirit, uh, this is something that is going to help you to get into that mind space, if you like. Okay, so uh, before I start, I just want to remind you that if you're enjoying the podcast, you can support me on my Patreon channel, which is called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. And for a really small donation each month, you can enjoy the podcast in video format, chat with like-minded people on our Discord channel, and join in our live reading session on the last Sunday of every month, okay? So you'll find the link um, to my Patreon channel in the description box attached here, okay? Um, so uh, let's get on with it, okay? Let's talk about what I'm calling making space. And you know, the Americans have a great saying, okay? So they tell each other that they're going to make space for them, okay? Or if someone's going through a difficult time, they might ask you to hold space for them. Okay, now I only heard this saying a couple of years ago and it took me a while to figure it out because nobody could give me an exact answer as to what they meant by it. It's just something that you say, you know? But everybody knows what it means, okay? Well, us Europeans don't necessarily understand it, okay? But I finally figured it out that it's exactly what we talk about when we're talking about spirituality. And it's what I've been teaching for the longest time, okay? We just didn't have the title of holding space, okay? So let me explain this to you. If you're someone who wants to create change in your life, okay, then you have to stop using your energy in the same way that you always have used it, okay? And by that, I mean that you need to stop doing the things the way you've always done them. And you need to stop making the same decisions or the same choices as you've always made. Okay, you have to make change. So we all turn to spirit and ask them to help us to make positive changes in our lives. But we can't just sit back and wait for it to happen. We need to feed into these changes also. Okay. That sounds easy, doesn't it? So thanks for joining me for this episode. And <laughs> no, seriously, though, it does sound really easy, but we're not finished. OK, because there is more to it. OK, I wish I wish I wish life were that simple. And, you know, I do talk a lot about the power of positivity. And I tell you a lot that if you continue to put out positive energy, then you'll get positivity back. OK, but this doesn't just work for your thoughts. It also works for your actions and also for how you fill your time. OK, so let's take a look at what is happening in our lives. OK, how do we fill our time? So if you're someone, OK, who fills your life with actions that are high vibration or high frequency, then you are more likely to get that same level of vibration bounced back to you. 
okay so for example you know are you someone who volunteers for charities do you help others at work do you give time when someone needs it do you get out in the fresh air and appreciate life you know all of these kind of activities the ones where you give out not just positive but high vibration energy okay they raise your vibration but on the other hand okay Maybe you're someone who finds life a little bit more difficult and therefore you're finding it harder to commit to high vibration activities, okay? So maybe you're struggling financially and you're doing lots of overtime at work in a job that you don't enjoy, okay? This can lead to coming home too tired to spend time with family or too tired to get out or too tired to help others, okay? You might just manage 30 minutes in front of the telly before you fall into bed and then you worry about life for an hour or so before you eventually fall asleep exhausted and then you have to get up and do it all again tomorrow okay there's a lot of low energy going on there and i think you can see it there okay now i'm not criticizing anyone for this at all not at all i'd be the last one to because i did it myself for many many years okay i was in a job that i didn't enjoy with people who worked as if they were in bubbles and not part of a team and, you know, I brought home that negativity with me and I sat on the couch eating chocolate in front of the telly before I fed, fell into bed stressing about doing it all again the next day. OK, and it's easy to get trapped in that routine and so difficult to get out of it. It really is. And I have to tell you that when you're feeling like that and someone comes in cheerfully skipping along and talking about how great life is and that you just have to be nice to someone once and you'll get everything you want from the universe okay you will feel like slapping them trust me i've been there definitely will feel like a lot of slapping <laughs> so bear with me on this one okay because if you're stuck in this rut you're going to be saying to yourself right now yeah 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 all's good in your life aren't you lucky sandy okay and you know it's not that easy for me okay nothing's that easy for anybody Okay, but what happens to us is that our beliefs and our thoughts about ourselves, as well as our expectations for our life or our future, they're not set as high as they should be. And therefore your behavior feeds into those low beliefs, which in turn creates negative or difficult outcomes. Okay, and that's why you talk, you know, or we talk about, or we hear about a lot of people, maybe where they have had difficult upbringings, you know, and they get caught maybe in a cycle of poverty or, um, you know, whatever else is going on around them. I can't think of another word for negativity or, po or poverty or whatever, you know, but they get stuck in that kind of rut, if you like, okay? But if you look at the people around you, okay, the ones that, you know, to you seem happier, Okay, look closer at them because they're not any different to you. The only difference between you and them is that they not only believe that they deserve more, but they also believe that they can make a difference. And this is why they get so involved and why they help others and why they give more of their time. Okay, and this likely has happened because someone at some time in their lives has given them time or as the Americans say someone at some time created space for them okay so they in turn are going to create space for you or for other people around them okay so they're perpetuating the positivity okay 
So the next time that you're turning to spirit to help implement change in your life, and please do turn to spirit. This The purpose of this chat is not to ask you not to turn to spirit. Of course we have to turn to spirit. They're our sounding board. They're our crutch when we need them, okay? And they are there for us. But in order for this change to come in, you will need to create space for it, okay? Because your life is already full. You know, in both of the instances I gave um, out above, both the positive and the negative, both of those, if they were real people, both of those, you know, their life is already full with everything that they're doing, okay? And in each of those things, they have to figure out somewhere that they can fit in extra time to either connect with themselves or with spirit, okay? It depends what you're looking to do because we could use this for, you know, a couple of different things. We can use it for manifesting stuff for our lives or we can look to create that space where we can connect with spirit. But in everything that we're doing, well, what I'm saying really, I suppose, is that we're cutting something out in order to allow ourselves time to connect with ourselves because it's only by doing this that we can bring about change, okay? So it's not necessarily, you know, the, you know, that I'm asking you to jump straight in and connect with spirit. What I'm asking you to do first is connect with yourself, okay? Now, for most of us, creating space might just involve getting more sleep or more rest, okay? Maybe you're someone who would benefit from some healing or some counseling, okay? And, you know, it could be as simple as cutting out the 30 minutes of television and instead taking a walk or relaxing in a nice warm bath. OK, I actually gave up watching television years ago. OK, and I'm going to whisper this because I'm a part one of those people who hasn't even seen one little clip of Game of Thrones. I've heard about it. I've seen it all over the place, but I've never seen. I couldn't even tell you what it's about. Okay, I know that some of it was filmed in um, Ireland, but that's all I could tell you about it. Okay, now that's not to say that, you know, missing out on all things like that is, is the best thing to do. But my point is that in order to, um, I suppose, to fit in this whole spiritual business that I've been building up over the last few years, I had to cut something out. And my whole negativity and the situation that I was in at that time you know, it was it was sitting in front of the telly feeling sorry for myself, holding on to all the negativity of the day. I had to cut that out and create space for me. OK, now there's some of you listening. OK, and, you know, for you, creating space for yourself will only come by stepping back from someone negative in your life. OK, someone who has a tendency to bring down your energy just by being around them. Okay, now just to be clear, I'm not asking you to fall out with your friends or cause rifts in your family. Not at all. I'm, you know, I I wouldn't say you have a perfect family. There's rifts in our family, but I hate confrontation and there's just no point in it. Okay, we can love people and yet find it hard to be around them at the same time. But this won't be solved by starting an argument. You can overcome it, though, by managing your time and managing your interactions with them. Okay, keep them to a minimum or keep them upbeat and positive, but manage it. Okay, don't just accept the status quo. You need to manage your relationships with these people. Okay, and you know, if we boil it down even further, what I'm trying to say to you with all of this 
is that you need to prioritize yourself. Okay, you need to create boundaries with people, actions or situations that will drain your energy. Okay, now this is going to be a huge shift in energy for the majority of us. Okay, because it does involve managing the energy around us in a way that we haven't done before. And most importantly, it involves believing in ourselves in a way that we might not have done before. Okay, and now I'm going to say, because I know it, somebody is out there listening and they're saying, you know, she's asking me to take time for myself. Okay, she's asking me to have a nap in the afternoon or to disconnect from the people I work with. But I can't do that. I don't have time. It won't work anyway. Okay. And here is where the negativity is regenerating. Okay. Because instead of taking the idea that I'm putting out to you and working with it and saying that I can do that or I'm willing to at least give it a try, by not allowing yourself to give it a go, you're perpetuating the low energy that's been holding you back all of this time, okay? So in order to manifest the change that you are looking for, you need to change the way you think, even if at first you don't think that it will make any difference, okay? You're going to have to overcome your doubts because once you do, the world will start to open up for you, okay? It does. So let's look at it in a different way, okay? How many times have you been scrolling through social media or scrolling on the internet and you've come across, generally in an advert, but you do come across someone who is sharing their story of success, okay? And we all go, ha, it was easy for you. Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't, okay? Because 99% of the time, these people tell us about how they struggled in the past and hit rock bottom. Okay, maybe they were evicted from their house or they were on the streets drinking or whatever before life started to turn around and change for them. Okay, well, did you ever wonder why that was? Why, why the people with the most inspiring stories seem to be the ones who've been through the most? Okay, it's because that when someone hits rock bottom, they give up. We all do, don't we? If we're not successful with something, we give up. We stop trying, okay? And they've stopped trying because they know that everything that they've done to date hasn't worked. And therefore, by giving up their previous habits or their routine, then they've suddenly created space in their lives for new habits, new routines, new beliefs, and new actions. And that's when things start to turn around for them. Okay, because they're giving themselves and their spirit guides room to work with them and to create the change that they've been looking for. Okay, so it's like thinking outside of the box. Okay, I can't remember the saying, but it's something like you you can't get new ideas with the same patterns or I can't think of it. I'm terrible. I know the sayings are in my head, but I can never uh, get them out of there. But what effectively you're trying to do is to create space for change, okay, without hitting rock bottom, okay? So before we have to enter crisis mode, we want to get this change in, okay? Because I know that 
from when I don't want to be out in the streets. Okay. Um, and I know you're thinking, I expect you to make time for yourself and you're wondering how you're going to do that. Okay. And you don't have time to slow down. Never mind. Stop. Okay. Now, I have to say this because so many times and so many spiritual people talk about meditation and I'm not going to talk about meditation in the traditional sense because I can't do it. Okay, I can't do meditation. It puts me to sleep. Okay, and therefore, if I can't do it, therefore, I won't ask you to do it. But as I've said so many times before, okay, meditation for you, it could be walking the dog. It could be sitting in a bath washing the dishes, hoovering the floor, anything mundane that you do that will allow your mind to wander so you can sit with your thoughts and discover yourself in a way that watching television or scrolling social media won't allow you to do, okay? It's the connection with who we really are and what we really want that most of us are missing because we've fallen into a pattern of doing what's expected of us instead of doing what we want to do for ourselves okay and let's face it okay our lives are busy okay and i i've talked about this a lot of times before i'm always going on about the millions of things in our heads every day okay we get up we get ready we get kids to school we're driving to work and we're wondering did we put the washing in the dryer or did we take something out of the freezer for dinner or is there cat food at home to feed the cat in the evening or whatever it might be okay there's millions of things spinning around in our minds um, on top of what we have to do in our day's work okay and you know we always talk about multitasking and i don't really know if anybody can do it effectively because, you know, we might be reading our email or scrolling on social media and we think, yeah, I'm listening to what's going on around me. But you can't possibly be. You can't be processing two things in your mind at one time. It's just not physically possible. So anybody that's telling you that they're doing that effectively, they're not really. OK, and the best thing is to put yourself wholly into one thing for a few minutes and get it done and over with. OK, so forget about the multitasking for now. OK, what you're looking for is order. And we have to face it, you know, we have much busier lives today than, you know, we did 20 or 30 years ago. OK. And, you know, uh, last weekend, my eldest son was home for a visit. OK, he was home for a few days. He's always busy at work. Right. So he wanted to rest. So to spend time with him and my other son and my husband. OK. And, you know, I'm the only girl in the house. So, you know, I never get to, to do what I want or watch what I want. So we had to sit down, I had to sit down with them and watch the motorbike racing, okay, the MotoGP, and I had to watch a James Bond movie with them, okay? Um, now, if you're someone who's seen James Bond movies, and I'm sure everybody's seen at least one or a part of one at some stage, if you've ever seen one from years ago, say for example in the Sean Connery era, okay, everything happened in it at a slower pace, okay? Yes, there was action, but there wasn't action with the breakneck speed that Daniel Craig has to produce in order to entertain audiences these days. OK, um, I think the film that we were watching was called Spectre. And, um, you know, it was just go, 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 go. There was no down in the movie at all. OK, because these days we want everything quicker, fuller, more intense, more exciting, because that's the way we live our lives. You know, and whenever I go to a city, OK, Dublin, London, doesn't matter. Even if I go for a bit of shopping, 
I still come home feeling exhausted because everyone there is rushing around like headless chickens and I get caught up in the rush, okay? Even though I might not have anywhere to be, I'll end up running for the tube in London and like there'll be another one along in three minutes and it makes no difference to me. But you have to go with the crowd so you end up rushing everywhere, okay? Life is just busier. And when we live life at this fast pace, we rarely get to process things properly, okay? We start things we don't finish or we do things half-heartedly because we're rushing on to the next thing. Therefore, we rarely see things through to completion. But seeing things through to completion is important. It's necessary in order for us to be fulfilled. If we don't finish something, then it consi- it's consistently taking up space in our energy until we get it done. Okay, so for example, okay, and this is just one that pops into my head, right? I haven't given it a a great lot of thought, I must admit. But, you know, um, if I think about it, I meet a lot of people in readings who have regrets over relationships, okay? And, you know, someone that just popped to mind, they, um, they were regretting a relationship that ended when they were 18 years old, okay? This was considered to be the one that got away for this person. And, you know, this person has spent, you know, 10 or 15 years thinking about, you know, what might have been with that relationship or, you know, wondering why the person finished with them instead of dealing with the situation and moving on and finding someone else. You know, and that was the issue for this person. They they weren't able to find somebody else. Okay, so if a situation arose for you like that, I would say to you, you know, if you need closure, swallow your pride and call the person. Ask them what was wrong in the relationship for them. Do whatever you need to do just so that you can move on and open up that space so that you can allow someone else in. Okay? So by dealing with it, by getting closure on this, now maybe not after 15 years, okay, but at the time, you know, um, she could have rang him and said, you know, what wasn't working for you? Why did the relationship not feel right for you? You know, maybe it was something they could have worked out or maybe it was something that she could have taken forward. But either way, it would have given a closure in that relationship that she could have gone on and met somebody else. And yet she's now finding it hard to meet somebody else, okay? Because she hasn't moved on from that relationship. She hasn't cleared the space. Okay, so I hope this is making sense for you. So really what I'm asking of you here, okay, it's the exact opposite of meditation. Okay, so I'm not asking you to sit to try and connect with spirit or to connect with your higher self. I'm asking you to take time every day to connect with yourself, okay? Just to sit down maybe with a cup of tea, you know, or maybe just relax, look out the window, whatever you've got around you. You know, it doesn't matter if you're living on the 30th floor somewhere. You know, I'm sure you can see the birds or the airplanes or the clouds just rolling by. Okay, try to have no radio or no television on. Okay, just give yourself, you know, five or 10 minutes every day. Now, maybe you'll be on the school run. Maybe you'll be in the car. Maybe you'll be in the car driving to the shops. Okay, maybe you'll be in the car driving home from work. Turn off the radio in the car. Give your head some space to process everything that's gone on around you for the day so that you don't have to carry it with you and deal with it later when you could be spending time with friends or family. Okay? And what you're doing in this time is you're getting to know yourself better. 
you're figuring out, you know, what aligns with you and who you want to be and figuring out who or what you're going to manage better next time. Okay, because you're going to go through everything that you, you know, encountered that day at work and figured, you know, was it worth getting into that disagreement with a colleague, you know, um, you know, should that have been an email rather than a, a meeting or should it have been a meeting, you know, rather than an email back and forth all the time? So, you know, figure out what aligns best with the kind of person you are or the person that you want to be rather than filling up all this time, you know, with emailing back and forth or disagreeing with people at work. Figure out something that's going to work for you. OK, because although we can and I know we do ask Spirit for help with change in our lives, really and truly this task is down to you and you alone okay because yes 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 spirit can and will encourage you okay but you need to let go of anything that doesn't align with who you are or more importantly with who you want to be okay now i have a friend okay who's a counselor but she's also an empath okay so during her workday she has a tendency to take on all the problems of the people who come to see her. Now she's lucky enough, she's about a 40 minute commute home from work and she uses this time to decompress. She doesn't turn on the radio, but she processes all the issues that she's carried out from the office with her. And every time she stops at a traffic light or at a junction, she imagines one of her clients exiting the car and taking their problems with them. Okay, so by doing this, by the time she gets home, her car and her head is empty and she's now ready for her family time or herself time. Okay, and you know, she shared this with me because when I started reading people full time, I was a complete mess. Okay, probably still a complete mess, but I, I definitely was at that time. I was taking on the problems of everyone I read for. Okay, I was taking their problems on board and holding on to them. I couldn't sleep and I was worrying and stressing about how people would cope after their readings. Okay, now don't take me up wrong. I still care. Of course I do. But I had to learn to let people take their issues home with them so that I could have a fulfilling life outside of my readings also. So every time I saw someone out of my house, I imagined that they were leaving with a backpack or a suitcase which carried their problems home with them. Okay, and that was the only way that I found that I could release the negative energy. And the result of all this for me was that when I started letting go of what wasn't mine, I created space for what is mine and what I wanted to be mine. And when I had the space in my energy, it was so much easier for me to see the signs that spirit were giving me. It was easier for me to read the energies that were being presented to me and my readings started to improve from there. OK, and that led me to a place where I was able to pursue my career in mediumship, something that I'd wanted, you know, for quite a while. And I was waiting for spirit to manifest that for me until I realized that I had to clear my energy in order for it to happen. OK, I hope this is making sense for you and resonating with you. OK, because it's not, you know, necessarily easy. OK. Um, and, you know, before I, I, I finish with the topic, um, I do want to remind you as well. And, you know, I've been so guilty of this for years. 
it's that as soon as I clear space, I immediately fill it up with something else. Okay. And I've been so busy throughout the pandemic over the last couple of years, I didn't get to take any time off. And every time I created a bit of space, I immediately filled it up with something like a mentorship program or teaching the angel cards or whatever it was, instead of taking some time for myself. Okay. So apart from getting to know yourself and creating space for yourself, you need to be comfortable just sitting with it and having the extra capacity because while spirit or the universe will send other things your way, it might not be immediately. Okay, because they will wait until you're ready and until you've built up your energy. But unfortunately, most of the time, by the time we've built up our energy, we've already moved on to the next thing and we've used up the space we've we've created. And then there isn't room for spirit work anymore. Okay, you've you've taken it. You've done something else with it. Okay, you've taken up knitting or, you know, you've joined a drama group or you've started watching a new series on television, whatever it might be, you've filled it up with something else because it was that little bit of capacity and we're not used to working at anything less than capacity and we need to get more comfortable with that. Now, I struggle with this one. It's difficult, okay? Um, And I will come back to you in the future on this because I'm always taking on new things and I never leave enough room for my own development, okay? But I am working on it. And um, as I say, I hope this is making sense to you, okay, and that it's encouraging you to purge anything unnecessary or negative out of your energy, to leave room for other more positive and more productive things to come in. And, you know, I don't mean to put down anybody's grief, it's definitely not what I'm here for. But even if we do look at the grief process, you know, and any counsellor will tell you, you have to work through the progress of process and there's all these different uh, stages of the grieving process okay you have to encounter every one of those okay but there comes a time where you have to stop thinking about how somebody died okay and start thinking about how they lived okay so when you clear out the space of thinking oh you know they're gone you know it was you know they were ill or this or that and the other and they were and we're not taking that from you at all definitely not what I'm, I'm saying But what I'm saying is once you do clear out that space, then you can start to allow the memories to come flooding back and the positivity from the time that you spent together. Okay, so I hope you get what I'm saying about, you know, making space and making space for, you know, the universe to manifest things, for them to throw back the positivity to you. Okay, and I'm always saying it as well. If you believe in the law of attraction that, you know, um, that, you know, by putting out positivity, you'll get positivity back, then you also have to buy into the idea that if you put out negativity, that you're also going to get negativity back. Okay, so please try and make it positive thoughts. So purge all that negativity, anything that's not aligning with where you want to be in life. Okay, anything that you feel is holding you back. Okay, let it go. I hope you enjoyed this episode, okay? And can I please remind you that I do have a Patreon channel where you can support the podcast. Again, it's called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne and you will find the link in the description box attached here. Okay, guys, so thanks for listening and I will see you in the next episode of the Life After Life podcast. And until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything